Good morning and welcome to Savage Investor Kingdom. It's your host, Savage Investor Leo, my co-host, Joseph. Joseph, how you doing this morning, man? Doing good this morning. There's a lot of, we got a lot of stuff, a lot of moves yesterday, crazy meme run moves, that spy surge and then tank. So we had a lot going on yesterday, but how you doing this morning? I'm pretty good, man. Um, I feel much better over here than I would think somebody in China is right now. Uh, they real estate market is looking to crash, man. And with their real estate market making up like a third of their GDP, it's it's ah man, it's gonna it's gonna hurt, and it's gonna trickle over to hurt. Like it's gonna hurt us too. So I don't know, man. I'm kind of I'm kind of in between. The stock market over here, I feel like is okay for right now. I'm good with that, but. Yeah, looking at all that, man, it's crazy. All these other economic numbers, and you know, UK, they came out with their inflation, their inflation raised also too. So yeah, it's um, other countries ain't looking so hot. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, most of, you wanna know something crazy? They always said that, you know, printing money to save the economy was like the wave, right? But most of the people, I mean, well, most of the countries do you uh, do you know that when we printed money to help build out our economy, since their reserve their reserve currency is the dollar, that their inflation numbers almost doubled? Literally everybody in uh every other country, every wow. other country and stuff like that. So we we literally as we print money, we fuck up their inflation too. <laughs> like it's is is pretty bad, man. Right, <laughs> like bad. all these other countries want to change the reserve currency. Yeah, that was brick. So that was uh, uh, China, Russia, and uh, like South America, uh, South Africa, not South America, South Africa. Those, yeah, those particular countries and stuff together, they were coming together, man. So they could, uh, that's what they were talking about, a new reserve currency. Right, on just pure uh, earth minerals. Yeah, and that's the thing. Do you yeah. want to know something else? The countries that's in brick make up, I want to say, 30% of uh what was it 30 percent of iron 39 percent of corn uh they, they make up a lot of of what we use as um uh, just like what am i trying to say agriculture um uh minerals uh what else metals all that stuff they make up at least a third of exports and stuff like that so they they have a big a, a big hand in a lot of stuff going on oil energy all type of stuff we can see like as, as you can see like some of the like i think it was like germany who had a problem with russia but they rely on russia so much for energy that it was it was a big deal and then you know everything going on like we've seen so many sky high prices when it came to stuff like that just because in general russia exports so much oil that it was it legit made prices go crazy like they didn't want it they didn't want to send everything over exactly. and then we had to tap into reserves all type of stuff man so yeah it's just a lot of economic factors that's going on in the world not necessarily just the u.s that's that's putting a stranglehold on everything right and it's something to keep an eye out for because it does affect the markets and it does affect you know prices of gas and oil here so absolutely man so yeah let's hop go ahead and hop into it then uh, let's hop into it we got a lot of news Alrighty, so my top news for today uh gas remains at 394 per gallon um i think it's the first day of like two months that it's 
not gone down. Um, it hasn't gone up uh, the average, but it's still sitting right at 394. And natural gas prices is the highest since 2008. Um, ironically, 2008 you know gets brought up a lot whenever these bad economic you know numbers come out with energy and oil and stuff like that. So not good. And rental prices continue to are increasing. Uh, the average rent is now over $2,000 a month for the first time ever. Uh, some prices are above pre-pandemic levels uh, in most cities. So rent, I mean, $2,000 is insane uh, thinking about that. When a mortgage can be literally like twelve to 1500 <laughs> for a nice, uh, good house. So yeah, these rent prices are just continuing to go crazy. The FDA approved the sale of hearing aids or over-the-counter uh, hearing aids uh, yesterday. Uh, this will basically great, greatly reduce the cost of like doctor visits and just the cost of the hearing aids in general. Uh, I found one uh, company, it's uh, Eargo. Uh, there's a few other ones, uh, but like there's no like stock movement or anything like that. So Eargo is the one that I'm looking at to be possibly like the most tradable one out of the out of the uh, all the companies that sell hearing aids uh, so and the CEO also came out on the 29th and said that he's very excited for uh, for the company uh, before this FDA approval was even was even made uh, so he was assuming that it was going to be approved it got approved yesterday and he said that their sales are gonna go insane so uh, the stock is up 18% this morning, sitting at 240. Uh, yesterday had a nice run during the regular hours. Uh, once it was, um, once the news kind of hit. So this is the one that I'm gonna be looking at to trade uh, possibly um, off this uh, FDA approval, which is huge. Like there's millions and millions of people who, you know, suffer from hearing loss, and it costs from like ranging from. $700 or like $1,100 all the way to like 4000 depending on what company you go through and you get a factor of doctor visits and all that kind of stuff so it's going to help out a lot of people and it's going to create a lot of sales uh, so something to keep an eye out for we have uh, FOMC minutes today uh, this afternoon I think it was at 2.30 uh, the retail sales came in this morning uh, the core retail sales came in at 0.4% versus negative uh, 0.1%. The core sales basically gives a more accurate data because it excludes like vehicles, uh, gas, building materials, food services, basically all those factors aren't you know factored into the core retail sales. But the just regular retail sales, just everything came in flat. So 0.0% versus 0.1% expected. Uh, so kind of, you know, not, I guess not crazy good, not crazy bad. So kind of like right in line. And Biden also signed the Inflation Reduction Act yesterday. Uh, there are reports that are coming out now that's saying that this isn't even going to affect inflation whatsoever or, you know, reduce it. <laughs> if anything, it'll help in like three to four years uh, this reduction act, so um, kind of ironic, but 
Yo, yeah. it was it was funny too after you signed it because I think President Obama tweeted him and said, "That's a BFD, you know, big fucking deal." And uh, Biden responded and said, "Thanks." <laughs> he said, oh. <laughs> Bro, it was like the most the most innocent, awkward tweet <laughs> reply stuff ever. I was like, "What?" I don't even on? think Biden be tweeting on his Twitter. I don't even think so. I was like. <laughs> it was funny, man. It was funny to see that reaction, man. It was just, That's a big fucking deal. He was like, thanks, Obama. <laughs> man, that, man. Yeah. That's, but yeah, he, uh, that's, you know, big deal sign because there's a lot of, you know, they get the 15% corporate tax rate now that, you know, the corporation's going to be responsible for if they bring in revenue more than a billion dollars so it's going to hit them significantly so we'll see what happens if that this will affect the market or anything like that apple is in talks to make apple watches in vietnam for the first time ever and let's see we have tesla launch their supercharger membership packages for non-tesla ev owners uh, this is a pay per use uh, so pay as you go pay-as-you-go access to the supercharger network uh, the membership is one dollar a month or 99 cents a month which offers lower price uh, per kilowatt and also has a limit of five charge sessions a day so uh, good news for tesla speaking of speaking of tesla elon did you see oh elon i was Tesla's yeah i got that on my notes i already know what you're about to say <laughs> <laughs> go ahead <laughs> uh, real quick though first uh, target earnings came in this morning EPS missed 0.39 versus 0.72 expected and they also missed on revenue 26.04 billion versus 26.09 so slightly missed on uh, revenue Lowe's had earnings too EPS beat slightly 4.67 versus 4.62 but risk, uh, missed on revenue, $27.48 billion versus $28.14 billion expected. And Elon, um, I believe we're on the same page here. I could Maybe I'm wrong. But uh, Elon ironically tweeted at 8.01 p.m. when all the markets have closed right on the dot, 8.01 p.m. when all the markets are closed after hours trading, everything like that that he was going to buy Manchester United, uh, which is a ticker M-A-N-U. And then he comes out a few, you know, minutes later and basically says, oh, no, I'm just joking. And the stock this morning jumped 17% pre-market and is back, you know, back to basically even. But a week ago, like this stock, like never gets traded like options wise. hardly any other volume and a week ago there was like tens of thousands of contracts for 14 dollars calls bro they said it was like 415,000 oh 415,000 yes it was like 450 or 415 i can't remember off the top but it was it was 400 plus thousand they said wow and, and for 14 dollars calls or something like that and i was like what and then he tweeted he tweets afterwards a stand-up comic in my office, my office. <laughs> right he's like oh this is a long 
this is a long said, joke on Twitter. Like, what? <laughs> man, he said, yeah, I'm a, I'm a stand-up comedian in my off time. Um, what? <laughs> what are you talking about, man? This man, I'm telling you, this he's one of the, the craziest CEOs. Not crazy in, like, a, a super bad way. He flirts with death the whole time. And by death, I mean, like, the um, uh, uh, FDC, not FDC, uh, SEC. He, he flirts with all that stuff so much like because he he wants to get fined but he doesn't want to get fined he had to step down as ceo at tesla because he was doing a bunch of crazy stuff over there and then i mean like elon i don't even think i think elon still doesn't have does he did he did he recover that position what position he stepped that he had to step down as a uh as a um um as a punishment uh, one time, so let me let me even see if he is still the CEO. Yeah, yeah he stepped down. Is yeah, he has to step down. What was that? Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, okay. So Elon, that was in 2018. He had to step down as the chairman in a deal with SEC over a tweet about Tesla, and he had to pay a 20 million dollar fine. Oh, that was when he said Tesla stock is too high. Yeah, they, they said he was manipulating all that stuff going on. I mean, I, yeah, I literally watched that live too. I remember that exact day. Because <laughs> he was talk, talking about, you know, taking the company private and all this other stuff. They said right. he was manipulating way too much going on with, uh, with, uh, with Tesla. So he had to, ch- he had to step down as chairman, uh, to settle fraud charges brought by the U.S. over claims he made. Uh, yeah, man. It was, he, he flirt, he flirts with that so much, bro. The SEC, and Elon have like a, a tight relationship, I would say now. Because <laughs> this man, I'm, when I tell you, like, he's been one that pumps Doge, right? He pumps, he punch, pumps crypto. Uh, he talks about different stuff going on as far as like Tesla and stuff like that all the time. Uh, yeah, he, he, he honestly, honestly just, I think having that much influence just makes it funny for him. I mean, makes it fun he for him. Knows. He knows he could be like, okay, buy this, buy this shit stock, and everyone will buy it. You know, like he he knows that people follow everything that he does, and he has fun with it. Yeah, man, it's he's a he's a hilarious character. Go ahead though, let's let let's keep going. Keep going. Uh, yeah, just just a couple more things. Uh, Bed Bath Beyond, the meme run, is went crazy yesterday. Almost broke thirty dollars. Uh, so again, if you're going to trade it, just be careful. Um, there's a lot of people who are just throwing out ridiculous, like, oh, it's going to $100 because of this reason. Like, no, they're just trying to keep pushing the stock because, you know, they're in it. Um, this is, you know, ran from $4 all the way to $29 yesterday. So, you know, it's not a smart idea to just buy it, <laughs> especially options, um, unless you've got nothing, you know, you got everything to, to lose whatever you're investing uh fubo is another one that's been running too i was at 270 about seven days ago seven trading days ago it's, it hit over eight dollars yesterday uh they had their investor day yesterday also which basically i mean it helped it a little bit kind of pushed the stock up uh, but now it's sitting right at six to 650 again so just uh be careful with the ones that are just going crazy and are low priced because anything can happen in an instant, especially if you're playing options. Uh, if you're going to play it, in my opinion, I would do shares. Uh, that way, you know, you don't get 
IV crushed and just your contracts automatically, you know, you go from up 50% and all of a sudden you're down 80% on a couple candles. Uh, so just be careful with that. And yeah, that's that whole Manu thing uh, with Elon. That's that's crazy. That's the last thing I had on here. And, you know, futures, crypto red right now. Uh, but we'll see what's going on. Yeah, it's uh, it's a lot going on. So I do have uh, one thing. I know I, I reached out to you yesterday after I saw it going on. Lyft. Lyft. I know. I know. I've been preaching about autonomous vehicles and robo taxis and all this other stuff. But Lyft is partnering with the company to start offering services like that in Las Vegas. Um, as of right now. They're going to have autonomous robo-taxis planned for 2023. But if you do it right now, they're going to have a, a, a driver, not a, not a driver, but an operator in the front, right? Uh, but they're offering the driverless service uh, 2023. And then it'll be moving around to uh, spread into a, a bunch of other cities. So that's just that's just something that was super interesting to me when it first came out. Because that's what I've been I've been saying. Like Stuff like this is going to be a, another income stream for companies like Google, Amazon, uh, Toyota and stuff like that that already have things in the works. Like uh, they have a bunch of autonomous vehicles out here, especially especially Waymo. Uh, Google's Google's Waymo. They've been they've been doing this stuff for like ten years. So they've been they've been capturing data and driving uh, these little cars and stuff like that to collect all these different routes for like ten years now. So whenever ever anybody is gonna be like, okay, um, let's go ahead and start dropping. Like right now. Uh, a lift might be the, the the one to do it but tesla did it like two years ago in uh in vegas as well and i believe they still had an operator in theirs but it was it was short distances it wasn't over the whole span of the city but uh that's something i'm telling y'all once it starts to go all these different companies are going to start releasing and if you pay attention i don't know if you're in any major cities and stuff like that they already have these vehicles around just collecting data Cause that's really all it is. That's why everybody, when everybody talks about Tesla and stuff like that, Tesla is not only, you know, just the car company and stuff like that. They are a data collecting company. They are a tech company. Like that's that's what they do. They collect a bunch of data. So what they want to do is we're going to end up like how Upload is. I don't know if any if you've seen Upload. Uh, have you seen you seen Upload? I have not. No. Yeah. So okay, just upload is like based in like futuristic times right um the whole premise i don't have to do all that but let's just say they have like fully autonomous almost everything almost everything so they 3d 3d print food uh their, their vehicles are all like fully autonomous you get in and it does all the job it's like a, a big siri you know what i'm saying it's like a siri that runs your car like you talk to the car and stuff like that do you remember irobot then yep all right, so just imagine iRobot and the that autonomous, but the AI inside of autonomous vehicle, the same the same that they were doing. That's how upload is, and that's how we're leading to right. Not like these super fast vehicles with no people in them, but I'm saying like no no drivers, no operators, and you're in the back, uh, going from one direction to another. So in the next three to five years, it's going to be it's going to be normal in three to five years because they're already releasing this stuff and these these products are already on the streets uh also i just talked to you guys not too long ago about the crypto sector and big money getting into it right 
it has officially been announced right now. Google becomes the largest investor in crypto sector, amassing $1.5 billion invested. So this is this is what I'm trying to tell y'all. Big money is getting into crypto. It doesn't have it's not gonna necessarily legitimize everything, but I'm I'm telling you, once they start going, they're trying to control sectors, right? They got their hands in everything. They don't want they don't want the public to do it. They don't want us to control anything, right? They want to be able to control it. That's just that's their way of going about it. But one once they start putting all this money into it, and Google now putting 1.5 over the uh, last like nine months, I think it says since September, uh, they put 1.5 billion into it. That's that's just showing you they're getting their hands in everything that's going on already. So once it starts to run up and all this other stuff, and you know they're giving opportunities for smaller players to make money, they're making money as well. The same as everybody is so happy about these meme runs and stuff like that, like right, GameStop right. AMC. Who's to say that they're not behind all these runs and stuff now to get uh, liquidity? Exactly. Like, yes, and they're it's... coming shorts, but do you honestly think they're going to continue to get beat the entire time? Let's be real. Right. There's no, I don't, I don't think there's one hedge fund in the world that is, that, that'll sit here and say, hey, let's not make money on this this run every time let's short this stock that we know that they're going to push back against right now every time there's no way that they're going to let an amc a game a bed bath and beyond a, a fubo a mbis a, a wendy's like all this they don't they don't get beat all the time man they got smacked across the head during that time in uh 2020 right. and it caused, that caused a ripple effect and they're just wait. I'm, I'm letting y'all know right now. All this stuff that when uh, y'all shorten and y'all fight the man and stuff like that, boy, they done invaded all these Reddit threads and Wall Street bets and they know what's going on. 100%. They're the ones that are moving the markets. <laughs> right. With, you know, you got you got some retail going FOMO, you know, fear of missing out, stuff like that, that'll push it. But these big blocks of buys that are pushing these stocks, one, two, three, four dollars, those aren't retail investors. Those are big money, you know, hedge funds type stuff. They're part of these moves too. They, you know, they make money just like we do. That's absolute. Like, if y'all would only understand how easy it is for one of them to call up their friend over at another hedge fund, tell somebody at the press, at the press to drop an article on the stock real quick so it could drop or go up. Man, they control all. They control all that. Right. I don't want to harp on that too much, but another thing that I need you guys to to go watch if you do have time. Uh, I don't even know. Do you do, have you seen Ray Dalio's Changing World Order? Uh, no, I haven't. Yeah, you should go ahead and watch it, man. It's like the rise and fall of economic kingdoms and stuff like that, and how the U.S. is during our cycle, like we're in like not the end cycle. But we're closer to being overtaken by uh, China being the world's best economy and stuff like that, um, because there are already there are already signs and stuff like that that you know repeating history. I think I think it's only like forty minutes, right? But it's a it's it's a very interesting forty minutes the entire time. Uh, so he lays out a bunch of different things in history that have shown why. Uh, people rise to power and then how it ends up 
you know, being overcome by another government or economy at that point. So uh, it's very interesting. I definitely recommend it. Uh, if you if you have 45 minutes to put something on in the background while you're doing your work or doing anything or just pop it in an audio and pop a, a, a AirPod in or something like that, I definitely suggest listening to it. Uh, it's very informative. Um, but the last thing I have and the biggest thing I have is China is supposed to be uh, the second best economy right now, right? And China's GDP is like a third of it is real estate. Their real estate bubble over there is about to burst. So right now it's kind of being found out that they've been running a big old Ponzi scheme, right? So as I was telling you, what would happen is some of these developers that were, you know, making real estate over there or, you know, just building things over there, they would take down payments because because the real estate market is so hot over there and because owning a home is such a big status symbol you can literally kind of over leverage a person because now that's what they need to 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 make themselves relevant and that's how they feel like that that's just what it is right so they were building these projects but never finishing them they would take down payments for these pre-sales take the money from the pre-sale that they just got funnel some of that money into another investment property which was i.e another pre-sale and then take the rest of that money and go invest in other things or take it outside the country or whatever whatever they did with it right so they would just continue to invest in some of these pre-sales uh with some limit with limited money take the rest of the money do whatever they want with it collect income on these pre-sales but never have enough money to pay back all the debt that they have that's why we were sitting here talking about evergrande last year uh being in big trouble because they were they got a dollar 300 billion dollars worth of debt that they can't pay back and it's not just evergrand though right right it's like it was it, it was multiple uh companies over there evergrand is just the biggest one but if they have 300 billion dollars of debt they, they can't pay it back it's gonna be bad like china china just introduced a bailout program right uh, I think it's supposed to amass like 44 billion and stuff like that. And what they're trying to do, they're trying to stop a bank run because what they got over what 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 we have is a fractional reserve, fractional reserve. Oh, what is the word? Fractional reserve something where the bank only has to hold like 10 percent of your money at a time. Right. And the other 90 percent, they can loan it out or they could do whatever with it. So what they expect or what they was hoping for was that some like not everybody would come and try to get their money at one time because they don't have the funds or anything to to give out more than what they already owe. I mean, not, not owe, but they were supposed to have. So if they got the 10% and you come back for the whole thing, they don't really have that, right? And that's just one person. Imagine if everybody came to the bank and said, we want all our money back. They can't do it. So the crazy part about this too, was remember, I just told you, they hold 10% and they do whatever they want with the 90, right? They use it for other investments and stuff. What they were doing was the credit market went sky high. They were giving developers loans. So developers were able to take loans from the bank, right? To stay afloat. They would pull all this money, take all these loans and go spend it elsewhere and never come back to pay this money off. So now you're you're at it. the person that just put their money in I think they only they only guarantee like seventy five thousand. It equates to like seventy five thousand in U.S. dollars. Ours uh, FDIC insure is like two hundred and fifty, uh, two hundred fifty thousand. So they they insure up to so much, but only you know 
do 10%. And now you got everybody else that's out here, developer-wise, taking this money and spending it somewhere else, never paying it back. And now you got a problem on both sides because now the bank is about to get messed up. The real estate bubble is about to collapse. You got people that might be doing a bank run. Like, it's, it's, it's getting crazy over there. Now they got mortgage board, uh, boycotts over there. And that gets attention from the government because of it being such a status symbol to own real estate. When you got people that are literally not paying their mortgage on purpose, not default, no loans. We're talking about not paying their mortgage on purpose. It's, it's such a, man, it's, it's a big hit to the government, big slap in the face. And the crazy part about it too, was, you know how uh, self, you know, uh, what was it, debt to income, and then like what they would issue out per your income. So it'd be like, if you want to come over here, it'd be like four and a half times like your, uh, your earnings for the year. Like so, if you had like let's say fifty thousand that you earn for the year, you can you can borrow up to like two twenty two thirty two hundred twenty thousand, right? Right. Approved for over there, bro. In some instances, it was up to twenty three times your income. What? So they were literally yes, that's what I'm saying. Like they were the real estate bubble and the real estate market over there is so crazy. They were it's literally just over leveraging everything. So all these people just. They were taking out, taking out loans and stuff, getting it going. Uh, home sales and property investments are down now. The the credit market is it, it ballooned through this whole time. Like I said, because developers are trying to stay afloat, so they borrowing money but not paying it back. It's about to get crazy over there, man. It's about to get crazy. Yeah. That so, is that's not good at all. That's gonna that's gonna affect us too, uh, because what I told you before earlier in the show, like a lot of this stuff is private, so. Uh, some of these companies, because because they're private and they, they you can't necessarily like peek into everything that's going on, like financially, I think their finances are like a secret. It's it's two two cities and two countries. I can't remember. China's one of them, uh, but I can't remember the other one. But these they're they're about to get like uh, some of these are willingly pulling off the uh, the stock exchange, right? They're willingly pulling their stocks off the the, the companies off the stock exchange not getting delisted by us they literally just said hey we'll we'll pull back <laughs> we we don't want we don't want you trying to investigate nothing because for one you really can't do too much and all this other this is we will take our, our company off the stock market and then they have a couple others that are at at a risk of getting delisted and stuff like that so it's not necessarily not i mean only going to affect china it's going to affect us too so absolutely it's gonna be interesting to see how everything plays out and i'm gonna keep you guys updated with everything but it's even more information than that and that, that's just kind of like skimming over the top i was i've been watching and reading all that stuff for like almost like an hour and a half now it's 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 crazy and then and over here we i mean the demand the the prices basically have beat and because people won't buy at these high rates like we already have issues over here already you know so like shit hits the fan with these other you know countries and stuff like that it's gonna just pour right over to the u.s yeah and if you are listening i recommend you listening to uh go on youtube type in graham stefan and he'll talk about china's china's economy collapse uh andre jick he has uh something about china's economy falling uh the master investor ian dunlap uh with eyl they were just talking about it on uh what was that uh, market Mondays, so it's a bunch of other people and just news articles anywhere. If you if you type in Google 
uh, China's real estate bubble or China economy crash, you'll you'll see a lot of different articles talking about the real estate uh, sector and stuff like that over there. And you'll be able to gather your notes and do everything else. But yeah, man, it's it's crazy. I'm not gonna lie to you. That's that's a crazy moment over there. Definitely. I don't know how they're gonna recover from that. It's gonna be interesting to see. Well, they they like I said, they did do a bailout. It's gonna be like 44 billion. And what they're trying to do is they'll use some of that money to go ahead and, and fund uh, more building not more building but finishing up projects and stuff like that um, and they have written them out so they don't necessarily have all because when I tell you like the empty homes they got over there the amount is ridiculous so they're what they're going to do with some of that money is you know finish some of these projects run them out and stuff like that get it going because they don't want they don't want the consumer to not want to buy real estate right so that's what they're trying to do to keep everything good because they don't want fear in the market. That's so great. We'll see what's going on. But yeah, that's all I got for today. Yeah, I don't got anything else either. Um, so. Yeah, so if you guys, if you guys can, Ray Dalio, Change the World Order, uh, Andre Jick, uh, like China's Economy, uh, Graham Stephan with China's Economy, and Master, the Master Investor, Ian Dunlap, on Market Mondays, which is talking about it as well. So those are four place four things i need you guys to look up or at least one of one of the four i need you to at least watch uh but yeah other than that man y'all have a great trading day uh the market is is rare right now it's fluctuated the spot hit hit 200 day moving average which is natural resistance and it, it fell yesterday so we'll see what's going on hopefully it's a healthy pullback and we can grab more stocks at lower prices so absolutely y'all have a good day all right Thank you.